Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam. Super excited to be back on. We are two years strong, two years of doing this adventure of podcasting and everything under the sun um, as far as pushing this podcast forward. And I can't believe how much growth I've had. I know for those of you who may be just joining me, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I also wanted to say for those of you who listened to my intro, of which I need to re-record because that version of me does not exist anymore. I am a lot more comfortable on this platform, super excited, had so many highs, lows, in-betweens, and I'm so grateful for them. I'm so appreciative of those moments. Those moments definitely have shaped me and made me a lot more comfortable being in this space and a lot more comfortable doing what I'm doing. And I'm just so proud of myself and I'm proud of the you know audience that I've built and the consistency that I have done um, in order to keep this living, breathing, and moving forward. And I'm just so proud of everyone listening because I know that on your end, you are working towards something and I know you're trying and you're really, really trying to make sure that you can have a life, a reality of which that you enjoy and just choosing this podcast, choosing this episode, um, choosing all, all the other episodes that exist. They really, really resonate with me, but they also um, are about hope. The 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 line of it all is I don't think it's an, it's imperative that we take the things that we learn and we keep it to ourselves. I think it's important to share. We all have something that is valuable, that is unique, that is our own energy, of which belongs in a community. It belongs, you know, in a in a world, and it's so important that we keep that alive. And for those of us who are fighting to be the best versions of ourselves every single day, I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited for you, and I'm, I'm I can't believe that this is you know how far you've come so far, and you know just putting myself back in the mix there. This podcast has been a part of me um, through so many different challenges and through so many different things, and I've shared them with you all on different episodes. And you know, it's it's a it's a hard task to do because it's really just putting yourself out there authentically, and that's what leads me into this concept of alter ego. So. I have an alter ego. I don't have a name for it. Um, I know Beyonce does, but I don't have a name for her. Um, I did have a name at one point, but then I met someone with a name and I was like, Ooh, I don't like that name anymore. So, um, got to find a name for her. Got to, got to name her. But this alter ego and the concept behind alter ego or the version of alter ego that I'm personally adopting or I am mimicking or using is the version of me who operates at a high vibration, meaning I am thriving. I'm ignoring all of the triggers and the fears and the doubts and the you know obstacles. And I'm using those things as opportunities. The version of me that shows up every single week is that person, that alter ego. Um, it's bursting out of my seams. It's, it's really looking outside the box. It's not afraid to take chances and to show up for myself in the world. And that's my alter ego. That's that person who is um, not allowing the inner thoughts or the negative thoughts or the doubts or whatever to define me. It is using that as leverage to move forward. And so I adopted this alter ego. I can't tell you when, but um, anytime that I speak publicly, anytime that you see me behind that camera, anytime that you see me um, outside of my shell, there's an alter ego. Now let's be clear. That alter ego doesn't mean that it is a whole new version of me that doesn't coincide or exist outside of that alter ego. 
that alter ego is there to protect me, but it's there to represent me in ways that sometimes I forget or sometimes I um, don't do the best job of because I get in my own head or I get in my own way. And it's it's there just to just to be there for me, to be able to be my support system, to be my biggest advocate. Um, it's a person that, you know, I use to carry me through very unpredictable, uncomfortable places when, you know, when you ask for something in the universe. So this is where the alter ego kind of comes into play. There's a lot of things in life that we ask for, you know, out of the universe or life or God. And we want greater things. We want bigger things. We want better things. We want a better life. Now, the journey to get to that point takes a lot of trials and tribulations. It's not very easy. It's not very obvious because if that was the case, everyone would be successful. Everyone would be fulfilled. Everyone would be doing the job that they love, all of those sort of things. The obstacles that we face in order to get to the outcome we're in search of are there to not only test us, but to sharpen our skills, to improve our sense of, you know, surroundings and what the world consists of and what the, you know, opportunities are in this world. And it's there to offer us the teachings that we would not be able to receive if we just said, I get what I want because I asked for it. No, there is a process to it all. Um, And some of us don't get to get to, don't get to where we um, may have claimed we get to somewhere better. Sometimes we do get to the place where we claimed and we realize we're not fulfilled. Um, It's all a part of the process. And there are certain times in which we are trying to figure out how can we maximize, um, how can we, you know, overcome this speed bump or this challenge. And it seems like there's just no way because we're not equipped. We're not ready. Now, the idea that this has been going on um, a while on, you know, face uh, Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that, you you know, when Rihanna had her um, interview and they asked, like, how do you do it when you just, you know, you have your bad days and you're not really um, yourself? And her response was fake it, you know, pretend, <laughs> you know, because the reality is it's those little steps that help you come closer to your goals and your dreams. So for instance, it's essentially those baby steps. It may seem like, why do it when I don't feel it? Because in your heart of hearts, you want it. Because whenever you're without it, you feel detached. Whenever you're not operating from that space, you miss it. So sometimes the motivation behind it isn't just exciting and fun and like, let's go and let's do it. And I've even had these experiences myself with doing this podcast where I'm not in the podcast mode or um, the mode to open up or I have the content that I really like that I want to talk about and things like that. And let me give you a little behind the scenes. When I record these podcasts, it's not, I don't write anything out. I don't have a plan. And that's, that's important for me. The reason being, it's my creative space. I use it like a freestyle. Um, the reason I do that is because I begin to put pressure on myself to perform. And that's one of the worst feelings that you're not operating in the space that you want to, because I'm a naturally critical person. I, I'm always butchering myself. I'm always going hard on myself because I want to operate from a really, really, um, effective and like high performance space, if I start to plan out every single little thing I did, my over analytical thinker would come in, um, my over obsessive of like, did you do this right? Did you say that intro? Okay. Did you go back? Did you do? 
that rawness that you, you know, you receive through my podcast, will it's going to remove itself. It's not going to be perfect. I really want these podcasts to feel like you're talking to a friend or a friend is talking to you or, you know, in your ear and really elevating you. I don't want it to feel like this estranged experience that you're like, oh, she has such a great life and she has no worries and she's got boohoo money and she doesn't understand. This is the raw, like if you were my friend, if you were talking to me, you know, and we knew each other hanging out or you're part of my workshop, you're going to get the same version. And the reason why is because this is the level in which keeps me grounded. This keeps me grounded. It keeps me humble. It keeps me honest. It keeps me striving. It is the baseline. It is the trio. It is the everything that you can think of, the foundation of who I am. Now, the external um, efforts that I put to represent myself or the podcast, the business, all of those sort of things are ego. Not alter ego, meaning like, oh, she's going to be fake in person, but it's the idea that my fears limit me in so many ways because unfortunately I'm human, not even unfortunately, but fortunately I'm human and I have and share the same, you know, um, self-inflicted, you know, critiques of myself and just, what am I doing? What am I thinking? Why would I do that? What, how does that make sense? And a lot of times when you are operating or doing a business or doing um, something that is passionate to you, you will limit yourself because you feel as though that this precious thing doesn't deserve to be in the world that you know it can tear it completely apart to shreds, misinterpret it, take it on a journey where it doesn't belong, become misunderstood. No one's enthusiastic about it. No one cares about it anymore or at all. It never did. And it can go down this rabbit hole. And in, to, in order to protect that, um, I basically push myself, the inner version of me, into a space that is connected with reality, that it shows up for themselves, that makes sure that, you know, is on top of this, on top of that is showing face, all of those sort of things. And how I can do that comes from others. It's not because, you know, innately in me, I'm like, yeah, I need to be this alter ego person. No, it comes from the strength of others. It really does. Any encouraging words or, you know, people telling me, hey, I really enjoyed your podcast on X, Y, and Z, or, you know, I'm, I'm happy because you always say this, or it, it takes those little moments, those just the little things like it could not even be directed towards me. It could be content that I see on everything in me. And I make sure that I share those things because I never know how that, that word that, you know, is said about life that Will Smith said or Beyonce said or any other Joe Schmo or, you know, um, something, somebody connected deeply through God said that really, really uplifts them and puts them in a place where they feel like I can take on the world. There's so many of us who feel like they are numb. They are within a, you know, there's a shell inside. You know, there's so many of us who feel like I'm just going because there's nothing else I can do to get off of this roller coaster. And I don't have anything in me to give, but I'm here. And that's the best I can do. And it's so important to recognize how just small little kind words, gestures, offers of help, et cetera, et cetera, make the world a a different place. Now, the growth that I've experienced in pushing myself or, you know, representing myself, even when I feel like I don't want to represent myself, even if like, for instance, especially now in this COVID era, it's very hard for me to see myself getting dressed up because it's like, for what? 
their drop off and pick up and, you know, come behind a, a zoom screen that I can't even see the fine details of this wing liner that I did. Like, what's the point? Um, or I'm only going to do it for two hours and go take a shower. Like, what's the point? But it's a part of who I am. And so knocking ourselves down because, you know, logically or, you know, in society, we don't see the purpose behind this. What does that, what is that going to do? But that creates a moment in life that you can't recreate um, in any other time. And it creates a memory that is just as important as your biggest, you know, wins in life. And so it's so important to practice this concept behind like, you know, operating from the place that we want to be. Like, for instance, for this is so embarrassing. It's not even embarrassing. It's just, it's just, it's a part of life. So it's not embarrassing. For the past three days, I've been getting up and putting on workout clothes because the concept is after not feeling well, because I caught the flu. And then after that, taking the booster shot and then not feeling well because of that, I wasn't able to be as consistent in being active. And so I, you know, I'm like, should I start my day off with, you know, exercise or should I put on regular clothes and then put on exercise clothes and then take off and like, I don't want to do the extra, but the person, the value, you know, the version of me that I admire or, you know, aspire to be is that person who doesn't, you know, break down those minute, um, you know, in, you know, um, inconveniences of having additional laundry over health over making sure that I'm active and making sure that I'm moving, you know, majority of my time is behind a desk. How does that represent me when I put on my clothes? It doesn't. But having 45 minutes of just uninterrupted, unfiltered time where I'm, you know, moving my body and putting my body in place. Now, granted, I'm not a a person who likes to sit down a lot. So it's already a a feat to do that. I'm always up and about, but it's not enough to work off, obviously, the calories that I consume. So that's always been the biggest challenge. But to get to the weight goal or the weight that I would enjoy or find, you know, just empowering for my own body, I have to make working out consistent. So the first day did not, it did not get squeezed in. And so I sat in workout clothes all day, like it was an outfit. And that's a pet peeve of mine for other people, by the way, that's something I do judge y'all on is that having workout clothes all day in my mind, I'm like, are you going to go? Or did you come already? Those are the two things that go through my mind. Like, did you, are you just, did you, are you still sweaty? Like, I don't know. Anyways, but I've been that person. So the first day um, I put on my workout clothes, Monday kicked my butt, by the way, there was no way I, I couldn't be, I couldn't be the best version of myself on Monday. That wasn't happening. I was like, whoa, at two o'clock. I'm like, I can't believe it's two o'clock. It was just 11 o'clock. What was I thinking? Trying to get so much done. Who am I? My brain hurts. I didn't even brush my hair. Like, oh my gosh, I just really had an energy drink. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm fighting this. Like I was Sunday. I was ready. Monday, I wasn't ready. I don't know what happened, but I wasn't ready. Tuesday, I hit the ground running and I did have on my workout clothes and I worked out and I felt so good. And I was shaking and moving and grooving all of these extra pounds, hopefully going to be right off in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, here I am now doing it again because yesterday I gave myself a break. And now today I have my workout clothes and it is 3.09 PM and I still haven't worked out. So, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of life and a lot of things that we're all fighting through, but that alter ego is going to say to me, Hey, 
get it together, get your shit together after this podcast because you want to make sure that you get it done before your Friday deadline of which you created for yourself and you are going to withstand. Um, after that, we're going to get a workout in real quick. It doesn't have to be 45 minutes. It doesn't have to be an hour and 20. It just has to happen. And so that's something that I'm going to be doing next. But there's a lot of um, great, great research that you know talks about, especially when you're on a journey and you're trying to um, readapt and make you know little changes that can be more sustainable over time. It's about making those small choices, those small decisions. You know the the recommended time frame in which that we work out or you know find ourselves being active is thirty minutes a day. And so yeah, it seems daunting because we're like it doesn't count if we don't do thirty minutes. But doing twenty minutes or doing five minutes of just hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it is so much better than not doing anything. And so it's important that we recognize the different powers or tap into the powers necessary to keep us operating from the space that we want to be. And that's my alter ego. That's that that girl in me, that woman in me who's like, no, you're better than this. You deserve to look good. You deserve to feel good. You deserve to show how good you are into this world. And it, whatever it takes, you can't let anything stop you. You need to make sure that you... You do that. You need to make sure that you go from that space. But in the same breath, you me- you need to not work. You know, worry about things too much. You need to worry about yourself sometimes. So today, um, as giving as I am, and I'm such an empath, it's ridiculous because I'm always like, "Are you good?" You know, checking in with people, but also um, doing for others, looking. You know, making sure that others have whatever it is necessary, or doing kind gestures. That's just who I am as a person. I love that version of me, but sometimes it can be overwhelming because it's about really understanding where the limits and the boundaries are. And so I know that I've been really active in other people's lives lately. And there are these work, I realize also as well for doing workouts and stuff like that, I find that I do better if I have a variety. I like variety. I like to be able to mix it up, do different things. And so now investing in different workout gear that allows me to do that, that is a daunting task because that is not only a reflection of me, it is a reflection of what I value. It is saying that I'm a priority, that I'm willing to spend money. And for some, you may be like, what? How is that? Doesn't make any sense. Like I treat myself all the time, but it's different treating yourself and investing in yourself are two different things. And especially when you're investing in a person you can't see or identify with at that very moment, it feels daunting and almost pointless. And so that's a big struggle that I think a lot of us have where we want better, we're trying to do better, but we can't see that person or that version of ourselves because we're not there yet. And so a big part of that is is not only the alter ego of like, I'm going to fake it till I make it, but also envisioning that person, keeping that bubble alive as far as the other individuals or people that we want to emulate or um, extract some of their traits or their your you know mannerisms. Being able to surround yourself around people that you enjoy, but also people that just make you want to elevate is so important. And I hope that you join me for my healing workshop that's actually happening on the 20th of this month. And I'm actually doing it as a, a three-day series happening over three weeks. So it's going to be on the 20th, the 27th of January, and then again in February on the 3rd. And it's all at 7 p.m. It's completely free. It's going to be on Facebook Live because I'll be able to interact with you guys better and you know, hopefully not have as many 
any technical issues as far as getting in and that sort of stuff. So it's going to be super exciting. We're going to go over so many different pieces of healing and what that looks like. And healing is a big part of alter ego. You cannot like find that alter ego or get closer to that alter ego where you're aligned with who you want to be and who you feel proud about and who you are excited about. If you have all these different, you know, dark spots or holes or, un, you know, unpredictable experiences or moments that you feel like you have no control over because you've never explored what those triggers did for you or did to you and how they made you feel and how it was a setback and all of those sort of things. So it's super important that you identify a way to actively heal. So you are in the process. You are not healed, but you are in the process or actively pursuing that. And that's something that I am you know, working on this entire year is healing. And a part of it is re-envisioning myself and exploring these areas um, and putting them front and center. I've kind of already been doing that in the last couple months because I, you know, seeking therapy out and just adjusting certain things. But healing is is a choice. Healing is definitely a decision. And there's small decisions like getting up every day and having a routine or having a sense of like belonging as far as what I should be doing or creating something that you should be doing um, makes a world of a difference. This is where this this concept even came from in the first place. Um, I'm just I'm just really, really motivated and excited this time around, especially when it comes to just adapting myself to where I, I feel like I should be and using that alter ego as a lifeline to get me to the version that I can respect more, be proud of more. Not to say that I don't love myself now. It just means that I'm definitely not in the space or the place where I really ideally would like to be. I'm definitely working towards that, but I'm not there yet. So let's jump back in. Okay. With the alter ego, it is a very unique thing to each of us. It is used to kind of navigate things that maybe we feel like we're not equipped with. Now, sometimes the alter ego can, you know, essentially get in the way. It can be overbearing. It doesn't give us the opportunity to speak from a pure space. And that is something we all have to be cautious of. That's something we have to be able to adjust and be realistic about as far as how much control or impact. For me, my alter ego is not necessarily a safety blanket, but it is a place that I operate from when I am trying to go out of my comfort zone. When I'm looking to <clears throat> to do my stretch goals or I'm looking to operate from a space that I feel like maybe I'm not ready yet for and you know a lot of it is learning, a lot of it is is adapting and growing and forcing myself to, you know, represent myself in a place that I need to in order to be able to receive the better, the greater, the more um the things that I desire more of. And it, it's a process. It's not something that it comes overnight. It's not always about looks either. It's not about, oh, well, <clears throat> you know, I'm going to fake um, how I feel by putting on makeup and nice clothes. That may be a part of it. But another part of it is when I'm dealing with a situation that I am completely utterly triggered by, but because I've absorbed and I've decided to take on resources and new pathways as far as handling certain things, I'm going to use my alter ego to get me through this in a healthier way, in a version of me that doesn't, um, 
you know, seek to create more flare ups or more anxiety. I'm going to come you know, operate from a calm collective space where I can be able to take a pause and I can be able to navigate things from a place where I'm not triggered or I seem like I'm not going to allow this drama or this experience to roll with me outside of this experience. Um, it, 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 it's multiple things. It's, it's many different ways in which, you know, Hey, I'm going to revisit something that I wasn't really prepared for, but because I'm going to happen to my alter ego, which is the better version of me or the version of me that I'm trying to make my normal, make my natural version, I'm going to have to take a step back, reassess everything, put up some boundaries, even if it's this round, but these, this is how you burst out of your norm. This is how you create, um, an experience, a version of you of which that you can be more than proud of, but it's, it's more about, um, just feeling relieved and feeling protected and feeling like, you know, accomplished and worthwhile when it comes to everything that, that takes on when you have decided, Hey, I don't want to continue to operate from this space. I want to make some changes. And a lot of times this comes with the new year where it's like, okay, new year, new me. Now that requires a lot of minute, sometimes major changes that you may not feel ready for because just because you put that out into the universe, doesn't mean that you have the capacity or that my, <clears throat> sorry, the mind space or the head space or the support yet, or the understanding, or even the belief that you're going to be able to be in this space. And there's a lot of things that are going to knock you down. There's a lot of things that are going to come for you that is going to feel like, Hey, didn't I just tell you, I don't want to deal with that anymore. It doesn't always, everything doesn't follow suit. It just because you make, um, you know, a vocal, um, request it does take time. And so in order to cope and to redesign and to remove kind of the the natural or innate experiences, you may adapt an alter ego that is used to protect you from falling back down into your same old, same old, protect you from, you know, experiences that you don't want to experience or you weren't anticipating experiencing. It's it's there for a reason. It's there to create um, a cushion and experience for you that feels a little bit more uplifted and feels a little bit more guided and feels a little bit more like the, the person or the version of you that you're, you know, attain, trying to get to. So, it's a process. It's definitely not necessarily comfortable initially. Um, my alter ego is something that I've had to more recently enact because for this business, it requires me to take a step back and understand that although this is my passion, it is still a business. It is intended to be a business because that's honestly where it's going to be able to reach the most um, audience. And that's what I want. I want this to reach the highest audience of, you know, possible. And the things that I will do to protect it is always stay true, always be humble, always, you know, find ways to grow and absorb and sharpen my own skills and be vulnerable and transparent. That is the mission to always be that way. But in order to do that, I'm going to have to do things where I'm charging for workshops or I'm, um, you know, making it more known to a larger audience or, you know, posting more frequently, things like that to be able to create the awareness and create the sense of community that I'm seeking, that I'm looking towards, it may feel, um, so for me, it feels almost like, 
I don't know. It just feels wrong because, you know, self-growth, it feels like it shouldn't be about, um, you know, funds or finances, but the concept or the thing behind it, money allows opportunities that, you know, other ways don't allow. So maybe visibility or connections or partnerships. And so that creates a space to be able to grow and a space to be able to have a different type of longer standing impact. Um, And that's something I'm really excited about and really proud of. And I'm welcoming those pieces of me in my life. Now, I want to connect this back to healing. So this alter ego comes from a version of me that exists where I don't feel like what I say matters. And that maybe seem like, oh, that's so weird. Two years into it, you don't feel like what you say matters. Yeah, it took me a while to get here, but I, to understand that. And now I want to put it on a platform where I feel like what I say does matter and others should be able to hear that. But for many years, especially growing up when your voice or your opinion or your thoughts on things, especially growing up in an in a environment that was island and believed that stay in a child's place, they don't really have much to offer. And a child could be 16, a child could be 17. And as a parent, you can you can resonate and understand, yeah, you still were a kid. You know, I'm 40 something or I'm, I'm 70 something and it's a different world out here. But the voice or the space or the microphone, you know, not being passed around, even if that doesn't mean that something sticks or something, you know, creates a vibrational change, it just means that I'm able to express myself. I'm not that, that experience of not being able to express yourself because there were other, you know, um, things going on in the household that created almost like a, a bubble or put you in a bubble. Um, it just felt so, you know, out of touch. And I can't even begin to talk about the ways that I found in order to express myself, whether it be through meaningless relationships or, you know, both friends and partners. Um, I did a lot of journaling. I did a lot of, you know, poems. I did a lot of songs. That was how, that was my creative expression um, in order to make sure that I had an avenue, but you still, you still feel locked up. You still can still feel contained. And so, when it comes to public speaking, I suffer from anxiety and I, you know, stage fright. I don't like to speak in front of large groups. I don't like to go there because the energies are so all over the place and I'm unsure. I'm very unsure of myself. I'm very unsure of what I'm saying, but what is louder is my alter ego that is guiding me, that is ensuring in me that I have everything that I need to be represented here right now. And if it doesn't go right, if it doesn't, or right, you know, in quotations, if it doesn't go in the direction in which I was anticipating or hoping for, that does not mean that having this experience was not valuable. It's still valuable. It still has a point. It still serves a purpose. It still serves a, a you know um, a reason. And so it's just very important that I understand that and recognize that, and you know it, have that be. And so recently, especially for those of you who are on my Facebook already, I've never shared everything in me outside or requested others to. Um, like the page through the Facebook's system. I've always done it through my personal page and, you know, allowed it just to organically grow on its own. And that's something that means a lot to me because I feel like, you know, especially how protective I've been over everything in me of just having people learn or know or wanting people who are naturally drawn or interested in something like this to seek it out. 
the reality is there's a lot of content, a lot of things being thrown at people. And in order to allow these things to grow or these things to, you know, um, take flight, you have to, you have to represent your company, your business, your, your mission, your goal to an audience that may not be familiar and it may not be comfortable and it may not be obvious to you. And so in order to see the numbers grow, I did share through my network and which I got tons of support, but this is a part of me. This is a part of me, not necessarily understanding or or practicing really the version of me that is like, listen, You have something to say and what you say matters. And that's why you're on this platform. Your business needs to be able to grow and for you to continue to feed it by by yourself and hope that the world is going to be able to find it. It doesn't work like that. There's even an audio that goes around that talks about like, how do you think people are going to be able to see your product or your service? You have to post it. You have to showcase it. You have to, you know, let it, let it exist out there. There's, there's a whole point to it. And so because I'm so attached to it and the purpose and it means so much to me, it almost feels violating, but it's not. The intention, the the energy that it carries is nothing but good. Um, it's nothing but hopeful. It's nothing but encouraging. It's nothing but... Um, you know, growing and evolving. And that's the whole point. But that alter ego is the one who pressed send. It wasn't the natural version of me. It was the alter ego who's like, listen, you want to be able to reach a larger scope of people and have a a greater platform. In order to do that, you have to make these decisions. And so that's why it's important for me and maybe you to consider having a version of you that maybe you feel um, connected with, but it may be a strange and maybe a little bit detached because it's hard for you to just operate like that consistently. But that is your lifeline. That is the way that you're able to find um, loopholes in things that you naturally or normally would you know, allow you to get in your way or find that it gets in your way. You've created exceptions to those rules so that way you would be able to um, create this space where you could take off and you could um, lift off and have these great opportunities come your way because you've, you're bursting out your, you know, your seams, you're, you're going outside your box to be able to create these opportunities. And that gap can definitely be um, daunting. <laughs> it can be hard. And trust me, I just thought about, it. I didn't want to look at the phone. I was like, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? And it was so well received. I couldn't, listen, knowing that people are listening to me every week and that people are following me and listening to me or have listened to me from all over the world, it means so much to me because I'm in my own bubble. I'm in my own world. I'm in my own, you know, life in my own lane. And to know that others, um, you know, are impacted or have access to what I find to be valuable, what, um, messaging I'm pushing forward. Although my word is not, um, set in stone. I do, I do grow and I do, you know, re-envision things. And I do try to take in other ways of thinking. And I hope this is your, your, your motto with this experience of taking in other ways of thinking and taking in other ways of adapting and doing things. I definitely hope that you guys check out everything in me.com to be able to find out more about the healing workshop and just the, the whole notion behind it and signing up for it. Check out everything in me FB on inst on Facebook to be able to sign up. It's completely free. And like I said, it is a three week 
three-day series and it happens on Thursdays at 7 p.m. starting on January 20th, 2022. It is the first workshop of the series and I'm so proud of it. I'm so excited for it because I feel like it's so important in order to put forward your best foot, you know, and as we're starting out this year, everyone is trying to, you know, adapt and do great things and, and, you know, adjust and, you know, make big commitments, but it's also very important for us to break down the things that are, have been holding us back. Let's look at the weights. Let's look at the foundation. Let's look at the cracks. Let's look at the things that don't make sense. Let's get rid of those things. Let's start implementing new things. So that way, when we do attempt our larger or bigger goals or our milestones, we don't feel so weighed down or we wonder why they don't have the best outcome because they weren't prepared. They weren't, you didn't even know that was in that, that dark, piece of you, you know? So now that you understand and know the lay of the land, you can have more realistic expectations and hopefully be able to obtain a better version of you by the end of the year or the week or the month, whatever, you know, your milestones are. And I'm just so proud of everyone who is fighting for a better version of themselves and are willing to be vulnerable in order to obtain it. Thank you so much for listening. And I will definitely check out with you guys in my next episode. Check out everythingandme.com for more information.